welcome back to the Your Way podcast. My name is Jessica and I'm here to help educators and teachers start and grow their own online business. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five tips to ensure that your teacher business is a success. These tips are coming from the lessons that I've learned on my journey over the past few years of trying to build up a teacher business myself, and I really want to help you do exactly the same. So my first tip is to begin with research and conversations. Even if you are a year into your teacher business or you've been doing this for a couple of months or you're right at the beginning, this is the place where we need to start. Businesses can't be built off of an idea that we think is a good idea. It can't be built off a thought. I I think this is a good idea, so I'm going to sell this. I think these lessons are really good, so I'm going to sell these lessons online. Listen to the students, listen to your customers, because if you're building off an idea, off a thought, off something you think will work, the chances are it's not going to work without some sort of validation. And this is something that's definitely not taught to teachers online. We just think, I teach this in a school, so now I can teach this online. And whilst that is true to an extent, we have to know if it's going to sell or else what's the point in creating it. This happened with me when I Um, built up my first online course, I thought it was a good idea. I thought that teachers would buy it and then no one did. And looking back, of course they didn't buy it because I never asked anybody if they needed it. I never had a conversation about it. I just thought that it was a good idea. So I spent months and months creating this online course to then sell it to then no one buy it. It obviously made me feel like, what am I doing? This is not going to work, X, Y, Z. So discussing with people finding out their specific struggles and needs and having those conversations is what I did for the majority of the summer. And then once I did that and I and I researched and I had these conversations and I knew what people needed, I then created a course which was focused around that. So I researched, okay, people struggle with this, people struggle with this, people need this assistance and this. And once I knew that, it became a lot clearer. And then when I launched my second course, people bought the course. And I... I wasn't surprised, but I couldn't believe that that was the missing piece from me launching the first one and no one buying to me launching the second one and people were buying and people were enrolling. So it's not magic. It's not something that you're doing necessarily necessarily wrong right now, but think about having those conversations and researching your idea of what you want to sell online, whether it be lessons or a course or a resource or props or anything that you want to sell online, make sure that there is validation. If you are teaching something that is already being taught by several other teachers, let's say you're an English teacher, of course there is a need for English teachers, but the research that you would do is around what specific lessons do people need when they're learning English? Where is there a need? Where are people struggling the most? And you can research on Instagram, on in Facebook, Google, YouTube, the comment section of English books, like go out there and research. One of my first business coaches, Erin Henry, taught me a, a method called the talk and stalk method. So you can go into Facebook groups and stalk people, stalk and have a look at what they're, obviously in a very safe 
um, environment, I don't mean physically stalk. I mean just stalk their conversations, what they're talking about. So if you're, you are an English teacher and you head into all of these Facebook groups that are about learning the English language, people are going to be asking questions. People are going to be wondering how they can solve this problem and how they can learn this and how they can learn faster and, and more effectively. People are going to be asking these questions and you can use that as part of your research, as part of your validation for your lessons or your course or your resources, whatever it is. Don't undervalue or underestimate the value of talking to your customers, your students, listening to them, listening to what they they need and that will help you grow your business. That will help you sell whatever it is that you want to sell. So people's suggestions, asking questions, listening to them and understanding what they need. Another way that you can do this is by having one-on-one conversations, either through a Zoom call or a simple, you know, DM conversation and asking them people on the call, like market research, what are you struggling with? What do you need? How can I help you in learning whatever it is your idea of a lesson is and do this for anything that you launch in the future. You might start off with one-to-one lessons and then move on to selling courses but this is the foundation of what we should be beginning with is the research and research in the market. As I said if we launch something just thinking that it's going to do well the chances are it's probably not going to do as well as it could do if you have a little bit of research behind you and then you can use that research in your marketing. Someone tells you on one of these one-to-one market research calls that they're struggling with pronunciation, you can then use that in your marketing when it comes to selling your lessons so that students and customers feel like you're directly speaking to them. That's what will enable you to connect with your customer on a deeper level and when you build that connection if you watched my masterclass on the customer journey part of that journey is having that connection and is building that relationship so I hope that first tip helped you write down a couple of ideas of how you can research and go out there and have conversations so that your next launch you will be able to sell a lot more easily this tip is something that I ignored for a good year because I didn't think it was necessary. I didn't want to put myself out there. I didn't want to talk to other people because I was so unsure of of business and what I was doing. But in fact, it was the key to be able to launch something that actually sells. So don't dismiss this step as something that's not important or not relevant because it really will help you, especially when you're building your teacher business. My second tip is There is no secret, there is no hack, there is no fast track to getting more customers, getting more students. A lot of times we think that because other people have got students, what what are they doing or what am I missing? Why have they got students and I haven't? Why have they got customers and I haven't? There isn't a secret, it's hard work and consistency. Social media has glorified a lot of things and that's one thing that is skipped over a lot, especially with online business. We see these people with lives that we would like to have, financial freedom, having passive income, working from wherever, traveling, and we want that. And it seems like they have it so easily, but what we don't understand is all all of the, the struggles and the hard work and all the effort that they put in to get there, that's all dismissed and that's not shown. But 
There are going to be times when you're thinking, what am I doing? There are going to be times when you're thinking, is this going to work? Is, isn't this going to work? You have to have the faith that what you're doing is moving you closer to that goal, is moving you, you closer towards the life that you want to create for yourself. But at the end of the day, there is no replacement for working hard. There is no replacement for going all in. And that actually brings me on to my next tip. Tip number three is to go all in. Don't half asset as politely as I can put it. <laughs> you know, most people put all of their time and their effort into their full-time job if they're working, you know, for a school or working for a company. And then on the weekend or in the evening, they'll kind of post a picture or DM someone, a potential student. But if you want your business to truly be successful and truly be your full-time income, you have to treat it like that. If you treat it like a hobby and an afterthought, it's always going to stay a hobby and an afterthought. But if you give it your full attention and your full effort, yeah, it's going to be like a little bit difficult at the beginning, but the rewards on the other side are going to return in tenfold. So give your online business the attention it deserves and treat it like the real business that it is. I also don't want to ignore the fact that if you are working full-time and building a business on the side, it does take up a lot of your time because you're drained from the your current, your full-time job that's bringing you in the income. You don't want to not do a good job at that. And then at the same time you have this business, I know that it can be like, ah, quite a lot to deal with, but just keep the faith and set a time aside specifically for your online business. An hour a day, an hour a day brings you seven hours a week. If you're working on your online business, seven hours a week, that's a lot of time when you're using that time effectively. If for that hour a week, you're on your laptop, on the sofa, watching TV, whilst something else is going on, you know, that's not gonna be the most effective use of your time. So be specific and also tell the people who you're living with, like this is the hour that I'm gonna spend on my business and go and sit down properly and work on it. If you have children, make sure that you're not also looking after your children whilst you're trying to do this work because that's the same thing. You're not putting your full attention in it you have to you might have to stay up later for an hour on an evening or wake up earlier for an hour in the morning there is ways around it lots of people have built businesses whilst in their full-time job because that's what we have to do right we can't just quit a job and then expect our business to start thriving we have to do it alongside what we're currently doing until it does pick up so that's my third tip to go all in my fourth tip is to ensure that you do have success and for this to be long-term. Think about why it is you're doing it. And I believe I mentioned this in every single episode, but imagine what you're doing in five years time, in 10 years time. Can you see yourself doing these things? So for example, if you're teaching, you're teaching Spanish, online, that's your business. Can you see yourself doing that in 10 years time? If the answer is yes, or doing something similar, that's awesome. But if the answer is no, and you're like, mm, no, I don't really want to be doing this long term, then we have to switch up directions. We have to shift directions and choose something that you're genuinely interested in, you genuinely care about. It's going to be a lot easier to have and obtain success when you're passionate about what you're doing. When I was in this situation, when I was teaching ESL, I had a decision to make. If I was going to go all in with my ESL business and and do that full time or I was going to help teachers and I knew that deep down I wasn't passionate about teaching ESL and that was just me being honest with myself. If I had have gone in that direction, 
and it's a great direction to go in, but it wasn't the one for me. What I really wanted to do was talk about business and talk about marketing and talk about strategies. That's what I'm passionate about. So of course I went down the teacherpreneur route, which is now what I do. And now I love it. And I can see myself doing this in five years, 10 years time. So that's the direction that I chose for myself. So ask yourself, is this truly your passion? Is this really what you want for, for your life? And if it is, great. And if it isn't, we can just switch the direction of it. And my fifth tip is don't be afraid to differentiate yourself. In this online space, the real deciding factor as to whether someone takes your lessons or takes someone else's lessons is you. And this is not ever really discussed, like branding and and talking about yourself and talking about your story, because as typical teachers, you know, we're not interested in that. But when it comes to showing up online and selling online, what makes you unique as a teacher is you and your interests and your desires and things that you like to do. So spend some time and, and really figure out like what part of yourself do you want to share with your audience do you want to share with your potential students I always talk about Disney and my dog and and walking in the nature and that's what I love and that's what attracts people to me who are also interested in those things and also interested in growing a business online so don't be afraid to share those things about you to share those quirks and those unique gifts that you have because that's going to help you stand out from the crowd and differentiate yourself to everyone else online Success doesn't come from blending in with everyone else and doing what everyone else is doing. It comes from standing out and being visible. And you can do that by showcasing more of you in your content. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and these five tips to ensure that you are successful in your online business. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you do want to know more about building a course that I mentioned at the beginning, DM me on Instagram and we can have a discussion about that because that's something that I really want to bring into my business is teaching people how to create courses that sell and I just would love to speak to anyone who is currently thinking about it or is in that realm of is it for me is it not for me and we can have that conversation I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you soon bye